Hello and good evening. Thank you for tuning in to another late night episode of Still I Rise. I'm your host and friend, Cherry Golightly. As a quick disclaimer, I am not a licensed therapist, psychoanalyst, psychiatrist, psychologist. (laughs) So please do not substitute this podcast for any mental health therapy or assistance you feel that you may be in need of. In this podcast, I am here to share my journey. As a newly single mommy of two fabulous boys, I recently found myself in a very toxic marriage, which I decided that I was going to leave. My marriage was 11 years, and I was the codependent wife as my ex-husband had his battles with methamphetamine abuse. I decided to leave the marriage because I found that I was not liking the person that I was becoming. And as I stayed, I started to lose a piece of myself more and more every day. It was not only unhealthy for myself, but for my children as well. Leaving has enabled me to not only rediscover myself, but to heal, more importantly. I know that dealing with somebody that has any type of substance abuse issues is not easy. So that's why I am here to share my journey. And as my new chapter unfolds, I hope that I can empower those who find themselves in the same or in a similar situation to find courage within themselves and strength and reclaim their lives. Once again, thanks for listening. Hello, my friends. It's been it's been a couple of days. So there's a few things that I did want to discuss. It's been very quiet for the last three weeks on my end, which is good because it, it's given me the opportunity to just focus on myself and to just enjoy the whole self-care and um, you know, just really getting to know myself and just putting everything back into perspective, having that ability to spend time with my children and just really getting a much more clear picture of life. However, as I've mentioned before, these things never really They never really come to an end. And I think things don't really settle until both parties are at a very steady, you know, steady chapter of their life. Of course, we can't control what other people are doing. And um, this is where I believe the whole test of time comes in, especially as a codependent. When do we stop? worrying about other people's problems? When do we stop taking blame for other people's decisions? When do we stop blaming ourselves for that? You know, it's very sad that we do that. And I believe that sometimes we do tend to follow or get very very much influenced by those people in our tight inner circle because they tend to advise us to you know, to go in that direction, especially if it's somebody that we hold near and dear to us that have 
tackled life problems as a codependent. They tend to sway us back into that direction. That book that I was reading, Codependent No More, was very helpful. It really caused, it really opened my eyes and it really showed me that, um, you know, I've had quite a bit of codependent behaviors and it's really not good. You know, it's like some people will really do so much damage to their life in order to, to feel, you know, to feel accepted by, by other people. And that is just, I, I think that's just sad. I, you know, no worries. I've been that way. And um, once again, the name of the book is Codependent No More. How to Stop Controlling Others and Start Caring for Yourself by Melody uh, Beattie. It's a very good book. There's so many stories in there. She talks about, you know, she's interviewed a few people and they talk about their different stories of how they've acted and, um, you know, how you can really recognize the traits that you have as a codependent person. You know, I will be the first to say that, you know, after, you know, reading this book, I really, I've had to tell myself to stop it. I can't control what other people do. You know, it's not my fault to fix anybody's problems. It truly isn't. I was once told that it was my job to help somebody. But at the end of the day, we are all adults. I mean, if it was a child, then yes. You know, you guide them down the right path. And this is that time. This is that time as parents where we correct that. This is that time where we tell them this is not something that you should do, but eventually they have to learn. Today, I was actually um, helping train somebody. Well, I, I was training somebody at work. And so um, she seemed a little bit nervous because it was her first time on the spot. We actually had to do a presentation and I've been doing it for the last month and a half. So uh, when she was on the spotlight, she was nervous, but I did tell my superior, hey, look, you know, She's got to learn. She's going to stumble forward and she's going to learn and she's going to do great. That's just how it is. You just have to allow these people, you know, to learn. And um, if they don't learn, that's not your problem. I know that sounds very sad to say, but, you know, it's like we all have to take care of. We have ourselves to take care of and we have, you know, our children to take care of. But we can't keep beating ourselves up because somebody cannot, you know, get their, get their, get themselves together. You know, I know that sounds very cold, but it's very true. It's not our duty to, to fix the world. It's not our duty to, you know, to baby anybody and hold their hand. It really isn't. So... This is that time where you could stop feeling guilty, you know, and sometimes these people will make destructive decisions or decisions that will destruct their entire life, you know, and there's going to be a time where, yeah, you decide, you know what, I can't do this anymore and you step out. And of course, you know, um, sadly with drug abuse, there's always, 
you know, that follows through with a, a narcissistic behavior. And what they do is they blame you for that. They blame you for leaving. They tell you that it's all your fault because you left. But, you know, truly you didn't, you know, they, they'll tell you things like, well, you wanted to free yourself of me. You wanted to be free and just do whatever you want. That's a narcissist talking. It truly is. You know, and it's funny because I'll, I'll hear people say stuff like, oh, it's always been all about you. You know, and that's coming from somebody that does not love themselves enough because every individual should take care of themselves. Every individual should love themselves more. When you really think about self-love and you really think about all the fears that you have that are pertaining to a partner. For example, I um, was writing down all of my fears and the law of attraction planner that I started writing on uh, or I started you know um, writing my goals one of them says what are your fears and my fear was fear of abandonment what affirmation could you tell yourself the affirmation that you can tell yourself when you do feel abandoned or when you not feel abandoned but when you have that fear of abandonment would be that you are enough that you are your own best friend that you have to take care of yourself you know, it's like funny because whenever we beat ourselves up, we ask yourself how you're talking to yourself right now. Would you talk to your best friend like that? If you say no, then it's like you need to be much more kinder to yourself. Self-love is completely different than being self-centered and selfish. You do things that is going to make you feel good inside. It doesn't necessarily mean to go shopping and just splurge. It doesn't mean, you know, put others down in the dumps, step on other people just so you could feel good. But then when you have people that are narcissists or people that are manipulative or just toxic, they'll tell you things like, well, why does it always have to be about you? You're being selfish because you're ignoring me. No, that, that's not it. That's not it. If you in your heart, you know that you're doing something because it's going to make you feel better and because you know that you are going to become a better person from it, you continue doing you, boo-boo. Because no matter what other people say, they're not living your life. Everything starts with self-love. Once you have that self-love, everything else will just fall into place. What other people say to you, how other people react, it doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter. Once you have that self-love and you have that control over, you know, your thoughts, you don't have to worry about that. You won't worry about that. You'll say, you know what, that's just how they are. I can't accept that. I can't. I mean, I, I'll accept that's how it is. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna cry over, you know, something I can't control. You're wasting so much good energy. A wise woman that I know, that I work with, who, in my opinion, is just an awesome person. I think she's an angel. <laughs> Shout out to Rolanda. Hey. I just, you know, she told me that you're wasting so much good energy on something negative. Why 
find yourself getting worked up over something that somebody says, you know, you're, you're just giving them too much power. I mean, I don't care if this is somebody that's like close to you. I don't care if this is somebody that, you know, was there when you were born. You know, it's like we are just, at the end of the day, we are all just people. We are all equal. Not everybody has the right or wrong answers, but, you know, provided you are not doing, you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. So you just continue doing what makes you feel happy. And if somebody says, oh, you just want to be happy and they're trying to turn it all around on you. Yes, I just want to be happy. I lived a life that was just completely unhappy and unhealthy. I deserve to be happy. My children deserve to be see me happy. But you know, you don't owe anybody an explanation. You don't. You don't need to explain yourself. You just go on and do what you do. And I promise you that your life will be a whole lot better. I know that there might be some in there that are still stuck in a relationship because somebody's influencing them to stay. Oh, it's going to be hard for you. You're going to have a hard time. Well, you know, damn it. I'm going to tell you, you're capable, you're more capable of what you think you are. I know that I was, I didn't realize this. And you know, to all the friends that have reached out to me just earlier, you know, today and in the week, I want to tell you guys, thank you so much. Of course, you know, we always say we don't need to seek validation, but you know, that acknowledgement means a lot. And for those of you who have reached out to me today and, and just told me that, thank you so much. That means more to me than you will ever know. Um, you know, there's people out there that see so much strength in you than you see in yourself. And I'll be honest, I did not think that I had the capabilities to do things on my own. And there probably will be people out there that will still tell you if it wasn't for blah, 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 you wouldn't blah, blah, blah. Well, you know what? Just zip your lip and just keep going and doing what you're doing. Just this time as you get out, you're rebuilding your life. One thing I completely recommend is don't just stick, don't just stick to your situation and say, okay, well, I'm finally out. I'm totally content. Do not be complacent. This is your moment. You've broken, you've broken free. Am I saying that right? You've actually broken free from this cage. People usually break free and want to break free because they want to excel in something. They want to aspire to become something much bigger than they could and when you're caged up you can't grow when you're in a little pond you're a big fish in a little pond you can't grow so that's why it's like if you are finally out of that take advantage of it and make something more of yourself find a passion in something again that all starts off with self-love i can't stress that out anymore 
self-love, self-love, self-love. When I, to me, self-love is not just pampering yourself or getting that manicure, pedicure. Yes, that's part of it. But I believe it's eating right. I believe self-love is how you would care for a newborn baby. How you would care for your own children. That's how self-love is. What are you teaching your children? What are you feeding your children? That's how you should be treating yourself. If your child is frustrated with something, what do you normally tell them to do? Uh, Yeah, sometimes we do tell them to get over it, but sometimes maybe they need a nap. Maybe you need a nap. Take a nap. Maybe you need a change of scenery for, for a moment. Maybe you need to go on a walk or a hike and just take a big old breath of fresh air, especially tonight. It's, it's been raining. Yes, we all don't want to get sick, but it's been raining and it's like enjoy that nice, clean, fresh air that the rain is bringing in. Just really take a moment to enjoy things, to be grateful for. That's another thing I'm going to say. Be grateful for the things that are around you. It's going to be hard. There's going to be times where your mind's going to trail off, but can you stay focused? Could you stay focused on what's most important? I ask this question because this is exactly where I am tonight. Because there's going to be times in this challenging journey where you're going to say, okay, I'm good, and then something will happen because you can't control what's going to happen in the other party. You know, sometimes these people, sometimes our ex-spouses will come back or sometimes they'll do something to themselves and get themselves into so much trouble. But how are you going to deal with it? As a former or recovering codependent, how will you deal with it? What will you tell yourself? Because I will tell you, The number of times where I felt or where something happened, I started to feel that it was my fault. And I've even had certain people in my close inner circle tell me that if it wasn't for XYZ, then XYZ would not happen. So I had not only myself blaming myself, but I had some, some, in a sense, encouraging me to blame myself. They didn't directly blame me, but they said things that could possibly make me feel that it was my fault. And that's not a good feeling. So how would you deal with it? My suggestion is, you know, keep the calm, like what Avril Lavigne says in her head above water song, I got to keep the calm before the storm. Keep that calm, and while that calm is there before that storm, because the storms are always bound to happen. It may not be with one thing. It may be with another thing. It may not be with your ex-spouse. It may be with a child getting ill. It doesn't matter. Life is never guaranteed. So you got to keep that calm before the storm. you got to prepare yourself. You always have to prepare yourself for a bigger storm. And what I mean by that, let's start off with emotionally. Emotionally, you better, you better prepare <laughs> because it doesn't get any easier. In fact, if you're doing everything right, I believe that as things get harder, 
you become more resilient and you start thinking, okay, well, that situation wasn't so hard. Actually, it probably was pretty hard, but the only difference is you're learning how to handle it differently. But if you're thinking that all of these things are happening to you because you're getting punished, then that's that time that you need to change your mindset. Because all of these little challenges and adversity are occurring because it's preparing you. It's preparing you and it's seeing every time what have you learned. Really, what have you learned from this whole ordeal? Every time you have challenges in life, whether a car breaks down, how are you going to handle it? Are you resilient enough? And I think, my friends, that's something that we really have to work on is resilience. Um, I say this because these are things that I've gone through within the last few months. It truly isn't easy. Many think that, oh, okay, well, you're just happy. No. Yes, you are. You're happy because you got away from the web of nonsense. And people may tell you otherwise, but you know, really, what people say about you really is none of your business. Don't ask for it. Don't look for it. Don't dig. Just leave it as is. At this point, all I ask for, all I want, as the holidays are coming close is to be able to spend time with my children and to see them smile. I know that there's certain things that I can't bring back to them. I know that there's certain things that I'm not going to be able to make up for, but I sure as heck could try my best. And as long as they know that you're trying your best, that's all that matters. Actually, as long as you know that you're trying your best, that's all that matters. You're going to get criticism as some people would like to claim it is, it's constructive criticism, but really they don't understand, of course, that as you're going through the storm, you have fallen, gotten up, and you know they don't realize this, but they're kicking you when you're down. And some of them will never admit to it, but that's okay. You do you, you cannot control what they do, and if they get offended, hey, I'm sorry you feel that way. Just leave it as is. Just leave it as is. And you focus on yourself and you focus on your children. And you will be fine. Well, with that, I just wanted you guys to know that it is going to be okay. It's going to be fine. Everything will be fine. No matter what anybody tells you, you're going to be just fine. You just stay positive and just know that you are a strong young woman or man and you've got this. If it gets overwhelming, this is where I would say take a deep breath, meditate. That's part of self-care. Meditate, take a breather, sleep on things, whatever the case may be and just bring yourself back so you can make the best decisions that you possibly could make. The best choices. Because when you're very emotional to the point where you cannot really think straight, that's not really the best time to make the decisions. And 
being impulsive will not get you anywhere. So, with that being said, be much kinder to yourself. Do not make yourself feel guilty for anything that anyone else has done. You are not responsible for anybody else's actions. So you keep going and you keep doing what you're doing. For those that are still stuck in that situation, please find that strength within yourself and know that you will get through it. You are your own best friend. You can rely on yourself. You have to believe that. So that's all I have for you guys for tonight. Until next time, thanks for listening to another episode of Still I Rise. Bye for now.